If you're someone who has a passion for cut flowers, our environment, and wants to make the world more beautiful, you're in the right place. Whether you're growing flowers for pleasure or profit, I'm on a mission to empower flower enthusiasts and professionals to help change the world around them. Whether you're just starting out and need a helping hand, or are looking to scale a substantial flower business, I'm your cut flower woman. Welcome to the Cut Flower Podcast. So, what bulbs should I be planting in the autumn? Planting bulbs in the autumn is a great way to ensure beautiful spring bulbs in the UK. For most autumn planted bulbs, you want to get them in the ground by the end of September or by mid-October while the soil is still warm. The exception, and I always say this to everybody, please, please, please don't plant your tulips until the ground is much, much colder in November and going on to late November and even into December. Why should you hold off planting them? In general, the advance for planting tulips is doing it in November around the first frost. Planting too early can leave tulip plants particularly susceptible to a fungal disease, tulip fire, or any other little viral diseases that are hanging around. In 2022, we had an unusually warm November, which meant we couldn't plant our bulbs until the very end of the month, in fact, into early December. Consequently, our tulips bloomed later, so we're hoping for a cold set to be earlier this year, so we get our blooms earlier next year. But please, please wait for that cold spell. Plant your tulips at least three times the depth of the bulb, with the pointed, i.e. the the sprouting bit, facing upwards. At the farm, we plant our tulips really, really close together so they can support each other as they grow. Think of an egg box and plant them as though each bulb was one of those in an egg cup. So very close together, but not quite touching. If you're planting lots, remember to leave space for walking between the rows when cutting time comes. That could be quite challenging if you don't. If you're planting in smaller numbers for a garden display or in beds or in pots, make sure you cluster several bulbs together. Not all of them will come up and lots together enhance their impact when they flower. So on average, if you're doing it for flower farming, we plant about 2,000 in a run of one metre by 10 metre. So I hope that helps you with your calculations. But honestly, they need to be planted very close together. So that's tulips covered and my favourite. So what can we plant now? So going into the autumn, you can plant daffodils or narcissi. And daffodils are one of the most iconic spring flowers and are well suited to the UK climate. There are so many varieties to choose from and you can never have too many. So why not just try a couple of new varieties this year? Going on to the hyacinths, hyacinths are known for their strong fragrance and vibrant colours. Some people don't like the fragrance and I get that, but they can be planted in the ground or forced indoors for early blooms. Another one of my favourite, alliums, and there are so many varieties of alliums to choose from. They come in lots of shapes and lots of sizes, from small drumstick alliums to ones with large globes that are massive great big top heads. Planting several or many together will give you a wonderful display, even if you're not growing them for cutting. You can also plant alliums very successfully in containers. areas, species um, like the snake's head, offer distinctive and charming bell-shaped flowers. They're small, they're delicate, they're ideal for table decorations, they're just enjoying in the garden where they will naturalise if left undisturbed. Crocus. 
early bloomers that add vibrant colors to your garden. I think when you first see the crocus, you know that spring is coming. They're delicate. They won't last long after cutting, but perfect for naturalizing lawns, putting around trees or planting in borders and containers. Not really a cutting flower. Bluebells, one that probably takes you back to childhood. English bluebells are native to the UK and are known for their stunning blue flowers that cover woodland areas. They're a great choice for creating a natural and native feel in your garden and add vibrant colour to small poses or table decorations. Again, another one that you know spring is round the corner, snowdrops. It's probably the first thing that comes up for us just before the crocus. Snowdrops are delicate little white flowers that emerge even when the snow is on the ground. They're a welcome sight when it feels as though winter will go on forever. So I would recommend that you get some snowdrops in and wait for them to come up just as the snow is around or just going. One we discovered a few years ago, the Star of Bethlehem. At the farm, we plant these successionally, so some in the autumn, more in the spring and more in the late spring. This way, they'll often flower well into November. The bulbs are very cheap to buy. I think, oh, last count was 11 to 13 feet, and will spread themselves over time. I love them. Go and have a look at the Star of Bethlehem. When planting bulbs in the autumn, here are some general guidelines. Location. Location, location, location. Choose a well-drained spot with appropriate sunlight for the specific bulbs you're planting. Most spring bulbs prefer full sun. Maybe take a little bit of partial shade, but love full sun. Soil. Make sure the soil is well-drained to prevent rot. You can improve drainage by adding organic matter to your soil. (coughs) Planting depth. Follow the recommended planting depth for each type of bulb. Generally, larger bulbs are planted deeper than smaller ones. Remember, tulips are actually planted quite deep. Spacing. Space the bulbs according to the recommended spacing guidelines. This, again, depends whether you're doing it commercially or whether you're doing it as in your garden or your borders or doing it as a hobby. So spacing is quite important, but work that one out before you start. The lasagna method. I'm not... I can't, yeah, I do know why it's called the lasagna method. This method is usually used when planting bulbs in pots or containers. It involves choosing bulbs with three different flowering times and planting them at different depths, one on top of the other, with the latest flowering planted the deepest. Watering. Water the bulbs after the planting to help them settle into the soil. After that, they generally won't need to water much until they actually see some growth in the spring. Do not forget to water your tulips in February. Tulips are quite thirsty. They need lots of hydration. If you forget because the weather's a bit cloudy or it's not hot, they will actually be stunted in their growth. So what's your watering? Mulching, applying a layer of mulch after planting is great to protect the bulbs during the colder month and provide some little bit of insulation. Mulching is really good. And also the mulching will help with the weeds come the springtime. Remember that specific planting times and depths can vary depending on the type of bulb and where you are in the UK or even anywhere else in the world. It's always a good idea to refer to the packaging or consult with your local flowering groups or come online to one of our free Facebook groups and ask us. So it's learn with the cut flower collective or grow your own cut flowers. Do bear in mind with all methods of planting that the beautiful display you saw on the Bulb Supplies website where multiple varieties of flowering ones will have been very carefully managed. Generally, it doesn't happen like that. 
You may have to make do with your blooms flowering at roughly the same time if you're growing them on a non-commercial basis. So bear that in mind. So I hope that's given you some ideas for bulbs this coming autumn. But my number one piece of advice is please, 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 please don't put a tulip in the ground until November. Do have fun planting those bulbs. I look forward to next week's episode. Please don't forget to subscribe and rate and review on your podcast app. We do have some wonderful free resources on our website at thecutflowercollective.co.uk. We also have two free Facebook communities, which we'd love you to join. For farmers or those who want to be flower farmers, we have Cut Flower Farming, Growth and Profit in Your Business. And our other free Facebook group is Learn with the Cut Flower Collective for those starting out on their flower journey. All of the links are below. I look forward to getting to know you all.